Hi, everyone. I am back from a little hiatus due to unforeseen circumstances. I had a few guests booked for Oh My Pod the last month, and schedules ended up didn't working out. We had a few sick people, and I figured you guys probably didn't want to hear me talk solo again. So I just waited until I actually had a really awesome guest that was able to join us today. And so we are back with Oh My Pod with Brittany Gattuso from mm-hmm. Butte Nouveau. Did I say that all right? Yes, you did. That's okay, perfect. 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 I I was reading it and I was like, I hope I don't screw this up. So we got the right name. So Brittany, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yes. So I am the owner of Butte Nouveau and I do a ton of different services ranging from eyebrows to waxing, microblading, lashes, lash extensions, lash lifts, makeup applications. So anything beauty you could think of, that's pretty much what I do. Awesome. And that's how I found you was on, we were all talking about microblading at the office. Mm -hmm. And I think I just Googled like microblading in Chicago and best microblading and your name popped up. So you're you're doing well on Google searches. (laughs) That's how we found you. But for someone that doesn't know what any of this stuff is, what exactly is microblading? Yeah. So I would say it's form of permanent makeup, but unlike a regular tattoo, it is like a form of tattoo where the pigment is implanted with a handheld tool. So it's got little sharp edges on the end of it. Um, But instead of a machine, it's kind of nice because, you know, it's not as abrasive. But um, I pretty much draw hair-like strokes into your eyebrow with pigment. And uh, we choose different colors to match. We choose even different blades to match the coarseness of your hair. Um, And then after that, the first session, we do a touch-up session up to six weeks later. And then you'll have eyebrows pretty much for two years. Oh, my gosh. After two years, yeah. I was going to ask, what really is the difference between tattooed makeup? Because I think there is a huge confusion out Mm -hmm. there that you're just getting your eyebrows tattooed on. Yeah, so... Right? Well, the difference between, like, the handheld tool that I use and the permanent makeup for tattoo artists is um, this one does not penetrate as deep as a regular tattoo. Also, the color that we use, it doesn't heal, like, that blue or red color, you Mm -hmm. know? So, and it's easy. If it does, for some odd reason, like heal that way we could definitely fix it at your touch up and i feel like the tattoos you can tell mm-hmm. because it literally looks like an outline and then they just like colored it in yeah where to your point you were saying you do more hair strokes that look really it natural so natural like the most natural tattoo probably you'll right. ever get and why do people get it done so i think people will get it done um if you fill in your eyebrows every day it's such an easy thing you just wake up and have eyebrows you can yeah. go in the pool and it won't come off like if you're using any products it's it's perfect you'll have them every day beautiful perfect eyebrows but um it's also to fix maybe the shape if you don't like them right yeah yeah if you if you like had a bad wax job maybe in the past um this is a perfect solution we could just make them even even them out even if you don't have any eyebrows in general it's a perfect way to make them look natural and not like those lines you know yeah the outline stencil look Mm -hmm. that i feel like again the tattooed ones look like and i guess with the ink of microblading kind of going between like the difference again between a tattoo and this is it similar ink or is it like dyed ink like what is actually the product that's being deposited into your skin so they're actually uh the pigments that i use are from everlasting brows it's a company that i learned that got trained from in the UK, but um, they travel all over the world. And the pigments are vegan pigments, so they're oh, safe, cool. they're natural. Um, and I, I, I tell all my clients that because you you want to know what you're putting into your skin. You yeah. know, really good ingredients. Um, and I have more details of that too in my my aftercare, before care, and all that stuff. So awesome. And I know I think there's a big. I guess change in the industry like what 10 years ago everyone wanted the skinny 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 brows like mm-hmm. almost non-existent and now it's the exact opposite oh where yeah people want the bushiest brows possible uh-huh. and I mean I was just telling you this before you came in I do fill mine in every morning because they are skinny and I can't grow them out so I feel like I would be a candidate for microblading oh, totally um but have you seen like a bigger boom of people coming to you because of this new trend yeah a lot of actually I would say that people that grew up, you know, in the 90s, over the hell out of their brows. Mm-hmm. This, guilty. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's guilty. I mean, you're not going to lie. It's, I, I mean, I feel like the trends have also changed. Like, bushy brows are in. They also shape your face completely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, they call it the window of your, your, your face. Like, it just shapes right. your, your whole face. So, 
if you have skinny brows, I don't know. That's just not a good look right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's it's really, like, working for anyone. Mm-hmm. So I want to get to the process of microblading. Let's say I book an appointment with you. I'm ready to come in. What is it like start to finish? Okay. So I always recommend um, you fill I always – you have to. You have to fill out this consent form that I have um, just to make sure you have no contraindications. Go over everything before, like, start to finish. Um, so I – in the beginning of the process, we have to numb you with a 5% lidocaine. We leave it on for about 20 minutes, and then we take it off. I'll pre-draw you. We, we go by, like, a golden ratio standard, um, measure where your brow should start, arch, and end. We will measure. So how we measure, corner of the nose straight up, that's where your brow should start. Okay. Outside of the nose to your eye, that's where your brow should end. And then tip of the nose through your iris, that's where your arch should be. Okay. And then um, before I start anything, I always ask the client, like, does this look okay? You know, because these are your brows, this yeah. is your face. No matter, I mean, I'm going to give my professional opinion, but we always want it to be what you want to wake up to every day. Right. So then we'll pick a color, and we'll go from there. Start drawing in those eyebrows. What if, again, like, I'm a newbie. I don't know anything about the pigments and colors. Let's say, like, I'm kind of naturally golden blonde mm-hmm. but right now like I actually have a really dark base uh-huh. and then I have blonde hair so would you say go darker go lighter like what's the I guess rule of thumb that you follow I always go by what your brow hair is okay no matter what color you dye your hair we always want to go with the brow hair color because that's your natural you know so I try to match that as best as I can um if they want to go darker let's say they heal a little bit light they want they kind of want to like a dark color then totally, but I always recommend going with your brow color first, and then when you heal, we could do, like, our touch-ups then. And I know you said you give your professional opinion. I imagine mm-hmm. there's people that come in dead set wanting something else that you mm-hmm. might be like, you know what, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. How oh, do yeah. you navigate that situation? I always tell, like, I have to tell them, I, I think this looks best for you, you know? Like, I don't want them to regret their decision. Mm-hmm. I've actually... One time that's happened, so I really don't want that to happen again for any other clients. Like, you just please listen to me yeah. and like what I, my my opinion is, you know, because you don't want to regret it. And then regarding the brow shape, I know you just said there's like the golden ratio, which well, I'll post a picture on my Instagram for people mm-hmm. to see because I've seen that. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, what if someone wants like way thicker? Like, are you like okay? I guess we'll do it, or are you just again like you know this is really what I would recommend. Let's start here and then. Oh add. yeah, that's how I would definitely start small, and then if they want to go thicker for their touch up session, then we could totally do that. It's an easy easy fix. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good news. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had to? I guess, redo someone's microblading job? Um, I've had, one, like, a couple clients come in from other other artists um, that it faded or they originally didn't like the shape that they had. And I actually, I actually did one last week, um, and we totally fixed them. She adores them now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, all the work I've seen from you is really good. Yeah, because, so. I mean, you know that it kind of does fade a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you can always, you have to get touch-ups every, every year or so. So um, it's definitely fixable. So going back to after the numbing process, I'm just thinking of like the pain factor here Mm -hmm. because you are depositing ink through basically like making little cuts almost. Yeah. Is that the right way to describe it? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm in the chair. I'm numb. How long does this take depositing the ink and what's the pain factor? So it does take about, I would say an hour to complete both eyebrows, um, some people have different reactions. Like, pain tolerance is different for everybody. I've had people say that it hurts like hell, and I've had people say, oh, I don't feel anything. So it really depends, but mm-hmm. I always numb you throughout the process as well. So I use a, I guess, numbing spray, and I put it on your eyebrows after I finish one session, then I'll have to go back to the other eyebrow, and we'll numb each time. But um, it's tolerable. Everybody that says even if it's painful, it's tolerable. I was going to say, has anyone ever found it so painful they had to stop the session and be like, I have to leave? I, no, never. I've had one one good friend of mine. She she kind of did say that, but I was like, come on. You're yeah. fine, baby. Like, you're already what, you know, what, half eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, you can't you leave now. <laughs> so yeah, I've had that before. And people, I think, know their pain tolerance. Like, I know I have a high pain tolerance, and uh-huh. I like to just mentally be like, this is temporary. It's going to be over. It's going to be over. Yeah. But then I think there are people that know, like, I can't even look at a needle or something. Well, every so. time I, I do it, too, I always ask, do, do you have any tattoos? Because you've been through that pain before. You yeah. Know, it's, it's not as abrasive at all, mm-hmm. so... 
I mean, I always ask that question too, just to, just to right. see, you know, just see where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, during pre-care and aftercare, like, let's say I, again, I'm, I'm ready to book an appointment with you. Is there anything I have to do before? Like, would you say to someone, you need to stop filling in your brows, you know, three days before and don't book any product on them? Or mm-hmm. like, what's the rule of thumb with the pre-care and the post-care? So, um, the pre-care, I always tell them, make sure you're not taking anything that will thin your blood. And, you know, drinking alcohol, like a bottle of wine the day before, because you're going to okay. bleed like hell. Noted. Um, <laughs> Um, also, there's like different different like medications we always like watch out for. I'm not going to tell you not to take them, but um, just to kind of look after that. Don't get them waxed or shaped before 24 or 48 hours beforehand. Um, just like little things like that, you know, AHA, BHAs, like glycolic acid stuff okay. like that. You don't want to do anything too abrasive to your skin before the session. But um, as far as aftercare. Right after, you just kind of leave them alone. You don't really touch them. You only dab them because they'll secrete a little bit of, like, I don't know, I guess some oil, water yeah. or something from your brows. Um, then uh, don't wash them until the next day. I always tell them just to kind of leave them alone. Um, I used to tell them, my clients, just to use, like, an antibacterial soap to kind of wash them off. And then moisturize with coconut oil three days after because they will start to, you know, get dry and flaky and don't pick the scabs. Whatever you do, don't pick the scabs. That would be, I think, the hardest thing if I got them done because I'm such a, like, picker of anything. Me too. (laughs) I can't help it. So that would be my biggest hurdle. Honestly, I think that is the hardest part is just not to pick pick at them. You just kind of got to leave them alone. But um, definitely keep them clean. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about... Now, like the aftercare, they're done. They're they look beautiful. Now let's say I'm starting to get hairs that are growing outside of that mm-hmm. ratio, or I guess where you actually did the microblading. Is it okay if you wax them? Would it take off the ink? No, but okay. I would always recommend my clients to come like when they come back for their touch up six weeks later. That's mm-hmm. kind of when your brows will you know the hair cycle will kind of go through again. So. Even during the session, I will wax, like, not wax, but I'll shave around the brows because you don't want to wax anyway. But um, we'll get them in shape before you leave, and then when you come back for your touch-up, that's when I'll retouch them up. So okay. I always tell the clients, just come back, you know, because right. I do waxing as well. So yeah. come back, like, in six weeks, we can retouch or reshape them as well. Get rid of that hair. Yeah. And then you were talking about those products because I'm thinking, like, I love to do face masks. Mm-hmm. I get facials, this and that, like, exfoliating. Um, I know immediately after it wouldn't make sense to do that, but yeah. is that something that you like have to change your skin routine? After? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, I it's the most simple is best. I think don't don't use any of those things at least after your touch up session because you don't want to mess with your skin, you know, um, and you don't want to affect your microblading after you get it done because yeah. it could affect it like the rest of the time. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think is the worst thing that can happen during a session and what do you do to ease any hesitations? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, I guess the only thing that could really like be the worst thing is the pain, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, cause everything else is pretty, pretty easy to fix if there is any, anything that happens. But, um, I always tell clients like to ease them of anything, I would say it'll look better than what you had before. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That's true. <laughs> you're coming in because there probably was an issue. Exactly, so. yeah. You're Something's wrong, you're going to get fixed. Yeah. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing that will affect that. And then you said the healing time is usually... Six to eight weeks. Six mm-hmm. to eight weeks, and then you come for a touch-up, mm-hmm. and then the, after thing. that second touch-up, do you have to come in every six to eight weeks? No. Okay. So after that second touch-up, that pigment will be pretty much in place. Every time I do your your eyebrows, I go over the same strokes, so the pigment gets deeper into the skin. And, okay. Um, so after that, you'll be pretty good for two for two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. And then you, There's like you minimal times you'll have to fill in just a little bit, yeah. maybe like when you're oily, you can get produce some oil on your front, like your T zone oh, area. So the fronts might kind of like fade a little bit, but that's you could just come back for a touch up for that. Do you, when you come back after the two years, have to do the whole process over again, or it's like a deeper touch up? Um, I would say it's like a deeper touch up. Okay. Yeah, because I could still probably see it. It yeah. is permanent, so right. you will see um, the like some of it, but it's not going to be as crisp as like once you, when you first, first left. You know. Got it. And I want to take a step back because I find it so fascinating that this is something that you can specialize in. Like, how did you yeah. actually become started in this industry or trained to do this? So. The industry with microblading or how I got to where I am now? 
Um, <laughs> let's see what, how you got to where you are now. All right. Uh, well, I was actually going to a community college for a little bit, and I didn't like anything about math or science, you know? Mm-hmm. More right brain, I guess you could say. Oh, absolutely. Um, I worked at Sephora, actually, part-time, and I really enjoyed like the makeup, skincare, whole thing. Then I decided to go to esthetician school. After I graduated, worked at a couple spas, didn't like the whole spa feel, in my opinion. So I actually found, um, I worked for Benefit Cosmetics. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did Benefit. brow waxing for them. And then um, I was part-time there, so I kind of wanted something full-time. So I found Anastasia, <gasps> you know. The queen. Yeah, the brows. queen of brows. <laughs> I was very proud to work there. I loved working there. Oh my God. Did and you actually meet her? No, oh, not, yet. <laughs> not yet. One day. I didn't meet her yet, but... Um, I like loved how they did brows. They were like the queen, of, like you said, the queen of brows. She's number one on social media for eyebrows and everything. So um, after that, I just fell in love with doing brows. And then I saw on Instagram one day about microblading, and it really like sparked my interest. And I asked a girlfriend of mine, like, "Have you seen this?" Because she, you know, she's a very talented artist as well. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm actually getting trained in like a week." I'm like, "How'd you find this?" Yeah. So I want to get trained. So she went through the training herself first, and then um, after she went through it, she's like, yeah, it's great. You should do it. So I found um, the training online for Everlasting Brows, signed up, and it was actually held down here in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. And you said they're a U.K. company? Yep. So do they have, like, a session of training here? Like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is could I next week become trained in microblading? So the thing with microblading that I find kind of interesting is that you do not have to be like a licensed esthetician. You don't have to be. Okay. You just have to have, um, and depending in different states too, you have to have some training with, I had to get my bloodborne pathogen certificate. I had to get through its process through the state health department, the town health department, everything for when you do it. But, um, I guess that's pretty much like really all you need. You don't have to have like a certain license or anything to do it. You could, you so could I just could yeah. Get trained you just need a space to do it and all the proper certifications. So I guess that is maybe bringing me to another question around mm-hmm. costs because my friends and I were talking about this and I've seen people that to me seem cheaper, like one hundred fifty yeah. to two hundred dollars, and then I've seen like a thousand plus. Yeah. Is that because of the market or is that because of? you don't have a license so you can kind of make your own prices that's i that's a tough question because i feel like i have seen some of that like we were told we cannot put anything on groupon and i'm sure there's tons on groupon right you know because it's it's like everything else like you could do it kind of like illegally i guess yeah like under the table but um you really have to do your research on who you're going to go to because like i charge 550 so that i even include like a payment plan you could pay half for your first session then half for your second session for um, me. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's easier for the client. you got to come back anyway. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, downtown, I know it's a lot more expensive. I, I've heard, like, $800 to 1000 and then even pay for your touch-up. Oh so, gosh. yeah, it's it's crazy where you go. You just got to do your research, look at um, their pages, their websites, make sure they have good pictures and, you know, client reviews, all that good stuff. I was going to say, what are some things people should look for? Because with mm-hmm. you, the reason I wanted to interview you, too, was uh-huh. because your pictures, they just spoke volumes to me. I was mm-hmm. like, every single client looked perfect. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I guess reviews are something. And then what are the licenses or certifications that people should maybe ask? Definitely. Um, well, if they... I hang my stuff up in my studio. So if they ask questions like, where did you get trained or... Um, like, can I see your, your, your certificate before I even, like, do, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I mean, I would do that. If I was yeah. microbladed, i put myself in your, like, client's shoes, right. you know. You have to do your research because it's it could be, it's permanent. So yeah, you're going to live with it. I mean, the pictures could be really well, but, I mean, you don't know if they're just taking pictures from somebody yeah, else. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You always got to do your research, I say. Yeah, and I think client reviews are probably the best, like, mm-hmm. with anything beauty especially, because Definitely, I yeah. think, especially your face, mm-hmm. and like you said, the frame of your face, that yeah. is, like, maybe one of the most important spots, uh-huh. like, you don't want to mess with that. Now it's so. like, I look at eyebrows, the first thing I look at at a person, it's kind of bad. It's so crazy, like, I'll wake up, and I'll be like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm not going to really, like, put a lot of effort into getting ready for work, too, yeah. and I'm like, I have to do my eyebrows, like, <laughs> no matter what, like, it's, it's a non-negotiable at this uh-huh. No, I, I get it. I get it. So you also do other things outside of eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You do, um, 
lash extensions, lash lifts, yeah. all these other cool things. Basically, you're specializing in, like, eye beauty mm-hmm. is what it seems like. So can we talk a little bit about lash lifts? Because that is something that I have gotten um, back home in Florida. Yeah. I went to a, a salon in central Florida where I'm from. Um, and essentially, the way I was trying to frame it to my friends is, like, getting a perm on your Ex- lashes. Yeah, that's a good way to explain it. Um, it's like a way to ditch your lash curler in a way. If you curl your lashes every day, it's the perfect way to ditch it. In just like one 20 minute treatment, you could just have lifted lashes retained for about after showers and swimming. It'll be there for six to eight weeks and you could tint so them as well. So it looks like you kind of have lifted, blacked out mas- like mascara on. Right. But um, the aftercare with that too is just very simple. You just can't get them wet for 24 hours and do not drop your waterproof mascara. You should drop that anyway. That's not good for your lashes. Yeah. Every time I get waterproof mascara, I'm like scrubbing my eyes mm-hmm. to get it off. I'm like, I don't think this is a, a process I should be doing. It's probably not good for your lashes. No, to have the waterproof, but, um, like they do have sp- like specific and special, uh, mascaras to use after that you can, you know, put on. But I mean, it's just the left itself. It's perfect. With a tint. When you are going there to get a lash lift, I want to know what it feels like because mm-hmm. I remember when I got it done, I mean, you're putting like chemicals and solutions right on yeah. your eyes. So, like, how are you actually making sure that it, someone doesn't go blind essentially yeah, during yeah, yeah. the session? So, we combined like the lifting lotion and the silicone rods. I'm sure you saw mm-hmm. that. So, we place it onto your lid and then we put the solution pretty much not on your waterline, like tiny, like maybe a fourth of an inch away from your your water line so whoever you go to as well has to be trained really well um i'm not sure if it'll really affect your eyes or anything the solution i'm sure they made it safe but um mine just, hurt I really think, <laughs> but i think it's because i honestly think the person just wasn't trained well uh-huh. and did it way too maybe close. you're a model <laughs> yeah i was like oh are you trained i should have uh, asked that question yeah like, right you actually have this training certificate but the way you do it is you put the solution on and you kind of take this little tool it looks like a little toothpick kind of and you kind of rub the lashes onto the rod with the solution and then you put like um like an ipad over the, the client's eyes to mm-hmm. like kind of calm them down you know right and then you leave it on for five minutes then you take that solution off and then you put on a different solution leave that on for five minutes take it off and then you could tint if you want to but they're they look beautiful when you're done so all in all, that sounds, what, like 10, 20 minutes? It's about 20 minutes, yeah. And then you're in and out. That's mm-hmm. easy. And yeah. the tint included is like 10, 20 minutes? Or is that a longer Actually process? Actually 10 minutes, I would say. And, yeah, but it's so not like an hour. No, 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 not at all. It's it's super quick, and it's super effective. I mean, you'll have curled lashes for six to eight weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they look really well because, or look really good because my sister got them, and I was like, what mascara are you using? And she's like, I got a lash lift. Yeah. And then I actually saw another girl on Instagram. I love how Instagram is like the theme of how we're finding yeah, all right? these people. But I thought she had those lash extensions and people kept commenting like, where do you get yours done? And she's like, I don't, I just get lash lifts. Yeah. And so I think that for me is a personal preference just because I think the lash extensions are a lot of upkeep. Yeah, they but are. But then I do know a lot of people like get lash extensions mm-hmm. and they love them. Yeah. So I think it's just which one you like more and can afford yeah i mean there are different there are different price ranges for sure like i charge um like 60 dollars for your lash tint and then or lash lift and then 70 for your tint as well for lash extensions i charge anywhere between 130 to 175 so yeah and i know the extensions i've seen places that are way more than that yeah yeah it's it's pretty insane Mm -hmm. and Uh, your your fills will cost you and i mean it's it's depending like how what you want to spend and your upkeep yeah it's a lot of upkeep i feel like mm-hmm. i got them once and i was telling my coworker i got them uh over spring break yeah so it was the worst time to get them because we're like in the water and you're yeah, partying yeah. and you're like sleeping and rolling you're like, you're like not having a regular sleep schedule <laughs> and i came back and they like <laughs> like, like a dead legs. tarantula <laughs> my mom was like what on earth happened to your eyebrows oh, i was like oh <laughs> don't worry about it she's like did you pay for that because oh, i was like no mom i looked way better before um yeah. Uh, and the lash lift, uh, I mean, excuse me, the tint, mm-hmm. can you pick colors or is it only like black and maybe like brown? I, yeah, black or brown, dark brown. Okay. Um, I no mean, crazy looks, colors. No, right? no. <laughs> I mean, unless you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks, I mean, it looks good on anybody. Like if you're mm-hmm. really blonde, like blue eyes, it'll look fine. Like you're not going to look like a like crazy person. Right. <laughs> yeah. And do you have it right now? I do not. No. You don't. Oh no. my gosh, I was say yours looks like you got a lash lift. I I am actually getting it done cuz I want to, you know, for me, I'd like to get it done to see how the client feels and, yeah. you know, and everything. 
but um, I'm actually getting it done on Thursday. Oh my gosh. So we'll have to see the results. Yeah, exactly. Because when I got them done, I don't think I took that many pictures. Oh, um, yeah. Well, that's do, the artist job, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you do eyebrow tints, too? That just makes I do. That. Yeah. Okay. So when I offer my waxing, I always say if you want to get them tinted, extra like $8 included. Um, but it's it's perfect, too, if you fill your eyebrows in every day and if you're not pretty sure you want to get microblading done it's a good alternative just beforehand like to see right and what's that process really quick i'm assuming it's just like dyeing your eyebrows mm-hmm. kind of yeah so i wax them first and then to the desired shape or what i think is a good shape <laughs> for you and then i'll put the tint on for about 10 minutes and take it off and it looks like they're pretty much filled in with powder. yeah and they look i feel like it, it enhances pictures it does <laughs> because yeah. i i got it done too and i could tell like from that point and then later pictures I was like I can tell when I had my eyebrows tinted and yeah. it looked like just more bold but not scary bold mm-hmm. it wasn't like people were like whoa what happened yeah yeah it was just like oh your eyebrows are like more noticeable uh-huh <laughs> I was like yeah I probably should do this more it's a good one yeah I like to, I like to get tinted I like to tint my own as well oh my god I love that mm-hmm. I wish I could do all this by myself <laughs> <laughs> the upkeep I have, like, in place is ridiculous. My uh-huh. mom's like, where's all your money go? I was like, self-care. Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> so lash extensions, I do want to talk about those a little bit because I do know quite a few people that get them. Mm-hmm. This is not gluing fake eyelashes on, right? Well, it is in a way because I take very tiny, like, one lash. It could be, a, like, a thinnest lash. And I attach it to your natural lash and I glue it. But I use, like, a mm. sensitive adhesive so it, right. it won't bother your eyes or anything i always try to use a sensitive adhesive but um each lash you put on so it takes about like two hours to do a full set it's a long it's a long process so i think i was so confused on what lash extensions were i thought they were almost like going over your lash mm-hmm. so oh not. I, I know what you mean yeah, yeah. So no they're <laughs> literally just getting attached to the actual mm-hmm. lash yeah and so, like you said, I mean, how many... I get... This is a better question. Is there, like, a fun fact of the day that you can give us right now about how many eyelashes people normally have? Oh, <laughs> no, I wish. I mean, it really... I mean, I've noticed that some different clients have different, like, kinds of lashes. Yeah. Um, it's really... It's actually really insane. Um, like, my boyfriend, for example, he's Hispanic. His lashes are straight and full. So, I mean, different... Every, everybody's got different yeah. types of lashes, but... Um, I don't know a specific number, no. <laughs> how many, I guess an average, like how many are you usually putting on each eye? Is it like oh my gosh, 25, lose, 50, 75? Way over that. I lose, oh, wow. I lose track. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I was thinking Especially like 50. If, oh, so may, way over that. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, lo- I lose track and I actually add like maybe two per lash too. So make it oh a little gosh, bit more voluminous, yeah. I was going to ask that. Are there like sizes people can pick or shapes mm-hmm. or like I want the more fluttery look? Yeah, or? yeah. So you could do, I always ask if you want like a cat eye. Because we could do longer lashes on the end of your of your lash lid or whatever, and then we could do short, long, short. So short mm. on the ends, middle or long in the middles. Oh, wow. Kind of opens your eyes a little bit. Yeah, but I think of that. I always tell clients, I think this will look better on you. Yeah, <laughs> I always give them a, a, a like a professional opinion what would look best on their their eyes, and if they want to change it next time for their fill, we could do that. And how often do they need to come in for a fill? Is it like two weeks, four weeks? When I first started, I noticed that. Um, yeah, I think it was my adhesive, but it was every, like, two weeks. Now I'm seeing clients, like, three to four, sometimes five weeks they, oh, wow. they go. Yeah. Um, the glue I have now is really good. My I got it from my lash lady. Yeah. So um, it's great glue. It'll last. Now I'm saying, like, an average four to five weeks. What about washing your face? Because this is my huge hesitation with mm-hmm. lash extensions. Like I said, I love to do, like, masks and take care of my skin and yeah. eye cream and this and that. I'm assuming, again, you're routine might have to change is that true? just for like a couple days you okay. can't get them wet no steam no showers um sauna whatever for at least 48 hours and then okay. you could just be like normal you could go okay. to pools at that point pull everything uh-huh. obviously you're not probably like scrubbing yeah exactly i feel like a lot the glue off yeah yeah and your actual eyelash if you like i used to have really bad allergies and I had lash extensions at one point, and I like I could not help but just scratch my eyes, and yeah. I felt like I totally damaged. <laughs> I know it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's definitely personal preference because I'm like, if I have something on my face, I'm yeah. like touching it or picking mm-hmm. at it or something. But other people like absolutely love them. Though. Yeah, yeah. I love how I look. I'm not gonna play with them. Oh, I so. know a lot of clients that love love them, but I, if they don't want to like technically do that to themselves, I just always offer the lash lift. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, with the lash lift too. 
I've seen a lot of people stop doing it because they notice their eyelashes are starting to like fall out or become thinner. Is that something that you see or is that just depending on who you go to? I feel like it's definitely depending who you go to because um, you can totally get a bad lash extension job by somebody and they could totally ruin your lashes that way with the glue. Um, but like it depends on everybody, I feel like, because I feel like I kind of ruin my lashes when I rub them when they were itchy. Yeah. Um, but now they're fine. Yeah. So they grow back like hair every four to right. six weeks. That's why you have to get a fill because your eyelashes are constantly growing. Growing. Got it. Mm-hmm. And what is the actual material? Because I know, like, if I go to Walgreens and get a set of fake eyelashes, there's different types of materials mm-hmm. for all that. Like, what are you actually using for these lash it's, extensions? Uh, it's like a fake, like, fox. They call it fox mink. Um, okay. So it's nothing, no real hair or anything okay. like that. You can, like, I'm sure that's a, an option to use, but I don't I don't use that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's fake Mink hair? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's <laughs> like, just confirming here. Uh-huh. And you said it's about two hours, and then you come in every four to six weeks. Or, yeah. No, yeah. four to six weeks? Yeah, okay. about four weeks. Four Whatever weeks. you feel okay. like you need to fill. Got it. Mm-hmm. And is there anything that people can do to extend the longevity of it? Like, outside of the obvious, like, not going to the pool, I guess, like, with mascara and makeup, yeah. and, like, should you not be No really mascara, doing yeah. I okay. recommend not to put any on. Um, I was... I was a bad candidate because I always put it on. Yeah. (laughs) But um, if you want to make them look fuller, it it looks okay. But I recommend not to because your fill is going to be a hassle to clean. And you want to keep them really clean. Yeah. You don't want to. It's... I, I feel like the theme of both microblading and lash extensions and lash lifts are to do less. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to wake up and have less to do. Mm-hmm. So that is like the overhead of not having to do your eyebrows yeah. and curl and put mm-hmm. mascara on. That's what this is I basically tell, yeah. saving. I tell clients too, like, look how much money you spend on product like when you fill your eyebrows or when you do mascara. Like, kind of go, you put it together. I mean, yeah. it's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. I just blow my money on those Anastasia pigments. <laughs> And people usually get that and the gel and, and the, the setting gel. Yeah, yeah everything. Like I have so, all the products, so I know. Yeah, so many. <laughs> For both the like lash lift, lash extensions, microblading, um, are there other things that people should be avoiding post-treatment that we haven't talked about? Um, for each one, there is different things to look out for. Like for microblading, you can't go in the sun. Um, mm. For lashes, you don't want to get them wet or like, you know, oily. No oils or nothing like that. It'll, it'll totally ruin them but um no like oil-based makeup remover stuff like that okay but i always send my clients home with an aftercare sheet so they could just look over and if they have any questions they could always ask me yeah do you see that people come in for all three at the same time not i guess you don't do extensions and lift yeah yeah but do they do it all in one sitting or are you would you not recommend that would you say let's give your eyebrows a healing time and then we'll come back and we can totally do it all at the same time okay. but it will take a long time <laughs> yeah it'll probably have to you'll be there like for like three, three to four hours yeah okay that makes sense. Uh-huh. And how much are, did you say the lash extensions were? So I charge between 135 to like 175. Okay. And then fills usually 70. But it depends how many lashes they have left. Like if they come back and they only have one lash on each eye, I right. charge a full price again. Is that the same for the licenses and training? Like is that the same for the extensions and the lifts? Yeah. So um, the training I got from the lash lift is actually pretty much with the same company I learned from uh, for eyebrow microblading. Oh, cool. But um, they're, it's called Alabana Lash Lift. It's the only company I really know that does lash lifts, but they're really, they're really good. And then for lash extensions, I got trained separately through a different company like around here. This lady, her name is Christina. So, um, yeah. So if like someone really wanted to, they could go seek their own training. Yeah, to totally. To go to like a specific school or institution yeah. or anything like that. I did online training for the lash lift because I really wanted to learn it and add it to my menu. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty pricey, but they give you a starter kit and then they give you training. The lady that actually trained me for microblading is my trainer for lash lifts. It's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah, she's with the same company. So it's nice because I get to talk to her and she, she answers all my questions. She's really great. How was training online... And then having to do it in real life. Uh-huh. Like, were you like, oh, uh, what am I doing? I definitely had a model. She is like one of my good friends. I actually worked with her at Benefit at the time. Oh, cool. But she came in and I did hers and she was like, oh, God, Bernie, please don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't screw this up. I'm like, it's fine. I'm like very artistic in a way. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very particular with my work, too. So, I mean, it, it was pretty nerve wracking at first, but I got it down like, 
It's pretty easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like you said, especially because you do microblading, you mm-hmm. probably, like, picked it up quicker. And it's so opposite of, like, hard, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like different, complicated, yeah. I'm thinking of the application of lash extensions, too, and like you said, two hours, like... Honestly, that was... Oh, man, that was the hardest. I don't even imagine the training for that. Uh-huh. Like, I, I'm just sure training, you didn't get it done in two hours. No, it was like four. <laughs> oh, my God. What <laughs> Can do you, you imagine just looking down for no. four hours, your eyes, like, go oh cross-eyed? Gosh. What do you do, actually, now that we're, like, talking about it, when people are there for two hours? Are you, like, playing music? Do people oh, put yeah. headphones I, in? Every like, service I have, I play music, because I just... I'm a music, music kind of person. Yeah, anyways. But, um... For lashes, like it, I kind of talk to the client too, but sometimes it's hard for them to talk back because they're constantly yeah. fluttering their lashes. Blinking. Yeah, but um, it does take a while. There's certain ways to kind of avoid that stuff, so, like tape the eyelids down or yeah. kind of lift them up. But um, and you don't want like it's just very particular to put each lash on Oof. your lash. You know, you have to have some serious patience. Very patient. Yeah. That mean that reminds me. Are there any candidates that? should not be coming in for any of these treatments like Mm -hmm. you know people that are like you you actually can't get this done because of the glue or whatever the case is if you have sensitive eyes um i would definitely say i mean for me like i had actually it's bad to say but i had an allergic reaction to a glue once and my eyes swelled up like a golf ball oh god so i tried to like i don't get it done now anymore just because of that like i think i just developed allergic reaction to it so um i don't really do it anymore but you, it's really trial and error. Like, some people, like, just fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. You could just keep doing it. And you could say the same thing about skin products. Like, mm-hmm. if I switch a cleanser, I might break out. Yeah, and yeah. Say, okay, well, obviously, I'm not going to use that cleanser anymore. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then doing the research, too. Like, are there things with lash tints, lash... So many lash things. Mm-hmm. Lash extensions, <laughs> lash, lash lips that people should be weary of. Like, have you have people come in being like, "Oh my god, I need you to fix this because this happened." Like, what is an issue that you might commonly have to like overcome? Um, I would just say like the aller- allergies or something, because um, everybody can be sensitive to something. I've never had anybody sensitive to lash lips yet. I've had a couple incidences with the extensions. But they completely went away, so they were fine. Like the other the other day, I actually had one of my good friends. She got a fill, and um, her eyes were really red the next day. And she's like, "They don't itch or anything." I, and I'm thinking it's an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. So, but she said they were fine, and they they turned out fine. They were they were she didn't have any like itch, itchiness or anything like that. So. She's like, they're good now, so you're good. I'm like, okay. Okay, so that worked out. Yeah. This is a silly question, but if lash extensions, are are there, like, sizes you can pick? Mm -hmm. I know we talked about shapes, but is it, like, oh, I want them to be X amount of inches or centimeters? What is Mm -hmm. the actual measurement? There's different (laughs) thicknesses and lengths. So that's another thing. Like, I try to go with your natural lash hair. Um, And also, if you want them fuller or thicker or, you know... You could use thin lashes, but attach, like, three per lash. Or you could use thicker lashes and attach one per lash. Mm. It just depends, like, what, what kind of look you want. And if this is another silly question. If you, if you wear glasses, mm-hmm. is it bad to <laughs> <laughs> lash extensions will, like, hit the frame? Sometimes, if they're too long, they might. But, um, yeah, it's if they are too long, you can just cut them a little bit. But I always try to go longer than your natural lash just to make it look, you know, yeah, voluminous or length. yeah. And for, I feel like a lot of people get, especially, like, lash extensions done for special occasions. Like, let's say weddings mm-hmm. or they're going on a big trip. Yeah. Um, would you say come in, like, X amount of days before or it's okay to go day of? Like, what is your situation? It's definitely okay to go, like, the, the next day. Um, I would say maybe maybe at least three or two days mm-hmm. because you don't want to get them wet again. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe at least 24, like, maybe two days before, I would say, would be perfect. Okay. Before you go on any sort of trips. What about sleeping? I just thought of that. I'm, uh-huh. I wear an eye mask actually go to sleep. Oh, you do? Would that be highly I would avoid against? that, yeah. <laughs> I would just help. avoid that for the night. Because okay. you don't want to mess with them. Right. So probably the whole time you have them, right? No. I mean, you might affect, like, the the curl and which way they go. But some people, like, they, they sleep on one side or something. And one side of their eye will be, like, all crazy. Oh, gosh. So it kind of depends, I guess, in and a way. So, so do you give people sleeping instructions? Or you're, like... I say like, try not to sleep on your face. <laughs> right. I think that's common sense too, but you never know. Some uh-huh. people, like I would probably put the eye mask on, not even. I know, not even. And be like, why are yeah. these glued to the top of my head? 
<laughs> that, that doesn't make sense. Um, do you ever do, like, again, going back to the fake lashes where I could go in and all greens and get them and adhesive lash on, mm-hmm. has someone ever come in and just been like, I don't want those type of lashes I want like you to just like help me put these on like is yeah. that something I always I mean I I would love to help anybody that needs help with doing that because that is hard to do sometimes on your own if you're not used I to doing really do it on my own. no yeah. oh, so I, like, I do one like okay and then other ones like way too far left or yeah, something yeah. And you can like can obviously tell uh-huh. yeah it is it is kind of difficult and I, when I worked at um, Benefit we'd always have people come in that wanted to put them on because they couldn't do it themselves but um yeah, I've had people do that. They just come ask me and if they could apply them for them, but just like help them out. It just lasts like for the night. Yeah, you know? that's it. I I think my issue too is I don't really know which shape to get because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah, I get the yeah. one where they're longer at the end, but then sometimes I get the ones that are full. And I feel like when I do that, people are like, "Whoa, what yeah. are you wearing?" Like it's very yeah. obvious and it's not. It doesn't enhance anything. It actually looks like alarming. It's kind of hard to pick out. Yeah, some lashes. I I love this brand. It's called Kiss. You could get it at uh, Walgreens. Oh, cool. And they have different um, beautiful lashes that I love, and they're ch- pretty fairly cheap, and they look great on and they have different volume sizes and lengths and everything so it just you got to play with them you got to see which one will look good on your eye shape yeah i was gonna say is there advice you have for people like i think my shape is mm-hmm. like almond I don't yeah know say it. so like would you say almond shape i recommend this and then more round i recommend this yeah um i mean i feel like anybody could wear any type of lash like there's wispies there's you know, the cat eye kind of lash. It really, whatever you like looks best on you. Um, but they're they're great to just throw on and just, you know, yeah. for the night. They're awesome. I, I wear them all the time. I know. I wish I could actually do them more because I have an issue with, I just use my hands and mm-hmm. then I, I see obviously like makeup artists using. The tool. Yeah, that yeah. tool. What do you do? I use my hands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's, we're going to like, it's okay if you do that. Yeah. No, not, totally. Just okay. wash them beforehand. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, are there trends you're seeing with people that are coming in right now outside of, like, wanting the thicker brows and, like, long, luscious lashes, something yeah. that maybe is different from even five years ago or something? I've noticed a lot of people ask if I do liner tattooing and and lips. Oh, wow. You could do, like, it's the same type of um, tool that you use for microblading, but you do an outline of your lips so it looks like lip liner. Mm, I and think you my even, has it. Yeah, you could even fill that in, too, but it looks as well natural. Um, and then there's the eyeliner tattoo. You could do, a, like, a cat eye oh my or something. Gosh. Or even, like, a lash enhancement. So you just do the base of your lash line with ink. Oh, wow. And it looks like you just filled your, you know, it opens yeah. your eyes a lot more. But um, I've asked a lot, a lot of people have asked me about that. And I don't, I'm not trained in that. You don't do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. But that is something you're seeing a lot more of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the lips and everything is coming also with the, like, injection yeah, phrase, yeah. too. So oh, I'm yeah. sure that's probably Botox why everyone's, yeah, like, running to get that done. Everybody asks me if I do Botox, and I don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's funny. I just, the last episode I had on was someone oh, yeah, that does that's right. So yeah. don't worry. You guys can do Botox and go to her and get your lashes and microbladies. Yeah, exactly. Um, I saw a really weird trend in a magazine. I, I hope this is not ever going to be a real thing, where they, like, split the eyebrow down the middle and uh-huh. then, sh- and oh, then God, comb the one up. Yeah, one the- way and the other. Uh, uh, and it literally looks like feathers. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm assuming no one's come in and asked for I that. don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> they, if, if they did see it, they would say it's ridiculous. I think it looks ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I, I'm hoping it was just, like, a high-fashion, like, avant-garde thing. I think it was just, like, something different. There's no yeah. way no anyone's going to, like, an office job with a feathered brow. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the wave, too? No. The oh wave one? Oh, God. <gasps> you gotta look that up. It's funny. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> what about, um, I think an issue people have is the Sharpie brow, where it literally looks oh, like you took a Sharpie, made a quick, like, rectangle and a tail mm-hmm. and, like, drew your eyebrows on. Uh-huh. Is that something that you see people come in with that you're like, oh, my gosh, we need to correct Girl, this? Girl, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I'm out, I just, like, I wish my, my boyfriend all the time, he's like, give him your business card. I'm oh, like, my God. <laughs> he's like, it's so embarrassing. I don't want to say that. Like, yeah. it's really, like, you just don't say that to people, you right. know? It's hard, but I... When people come in and ask me for help, of course I'm going to help them. Yeah, they're probably and there. And fill them know. in differently if they take my advice, okay. But if they don't, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, are you just like, okay, I guess we'll do the Sharpie brow. Yeah, right? right? If you want me to, that's fine. But oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like sometimes that dark, bold brow is something someone's looking for. Yeah. You know, like when they have heavy makeup on, it looks great. Like I've seen so many pictures online that, you know, people do the, the heavy dip brow. Yeah. The dip brow. Exactly. And it looks good, but some people, I. 
It's not like an everyday look for everybody. No, definitely not. And to confirm, when we say feathered, we're not talking about... I've seen people call microblading like feathered blading, but I yeah. think they're talking about the hair strokes you're talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about when they literally split them down the middle and they look like feathers. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there styles to microblading now that I think of that? like There is different uh, techniques to kind of draw the brow, but you really want to follow the client's brow hair. Okay. So if your hair is going straight up in the front, you want to follow that hair straight up with the blade. And then if it comes down on the ends, which naturally a lot of them do, you just follow it through, too. So that's why it looks the most natural, because you're following your natural hair hair strokes. So what would be another way? People would just straight up, like, draw that stencil outline, or... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, yeah, people would do that, too. I'm also thinking of girls with the rainbow brows, and you know what I'm talking about? That literally just look like a horseshoe, like rainbow. Uh Is that actually fixable? Because to me, you would have to almost, like, wax off the end so that you could draw something on. Like, how do you fix that? That one is a hard one, because they'll have... The, like the hair right here in the front and then they kind of go up like like you said like a rainbow so sometimes I've had like I'll just fill in underneath to kind of connect okay. that that part in the front to the arch so it gives it a nice straight line because we'll keep whatever's on top right. or it'll just be more straight arch and then kind of fix the arch a little bit it, that one is a tough one to fix, but um, it's fixable for sure. Well, yeah, because yeah. I've seen that too. I think again with the over plucking and tweezing, I think people got too caught up in it and then just like totally messed, messed up the yeah. shape. Yeah, I don't know how. I'm, honestly, I don't know how that, that happened. I, I don't get it either. <laughs> I mean, everyone probably knows the story of the girl on The Bachelor that had eyebrows like this. Her name is Carly. Oh yeah, and. Uh, she was a beautiful girl, but every time she came on screen, I was like, that is oh the only God. thing I can look at. And I think one of her friends told her, like, fix girl, your you got to fix your eyebrows. So she, came, she went on, like, Bachelor in Paradise, and all of a sudden she had, like, brand new no brows. Way. And it totally changed her face. Oh like, it really does change how, like you said, how you look. Uh-huh. Um, but she, like, made a joke about it on Instagram. She's like, real friends will tell you when your brows it's are so like, looking bad. I was I like, that's post, so true. Yeah, I post stuff all the time on my Instagram, and I'll, I'll, I posted a picture recently of J-Lo with different types of brows. And it changed, like, she doesn't even look like Jayla anymore. Yeah, it's totally it's different. Crazy. What if you can't afford any of this? I know you offer payment plans. Are there suggestions that you have for, like, maybe using mm-hmm. eyeshadow or the dip brow or something like that? Yeah. Um, I always tell clients when they come in for a wax, like, I'll do a consultation with them after. So I'll tell them, you know, this is where your brow should start. We could fill this in with a product. If you like pencil powder, um, whatever, we, I could show you how to do it. I always help the client hold the mirror. And, you know, kind of draw it in for them to see if they like it. Then a real cool tip tip that I like to tell people is to um, use, like, a concealer pencil and to highlight right underneath the brow because mm-hmm. it'll give it a nice, clean look. And you can even hide the fact that you don't have hair. But with pencil and product, it'll look like you do. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain, but when you come in for, like, a consultation, it's easier to No, I think about. I know what you're talking about. Because I think Anastasia used to do videos like that. And yeah. And always do the concealer under. Uh-huh. I think I have the worst problem with trying to grow them out because whenever you see girls with like beautiful natural brows they're like all i do is just not tweeze and mm-hmm. and pluck for three years yeah. and now i have these brows i'm like okay well i can't not do that I look like frida kahlo yeah right <laughs> tweeze for three years so but then when i do that i have such a like you know disarray of eyebrows at the end of mm-hmm. my thing where it's like down here and down here and down here and yeah like, yeah and so for someone like me when i I'm tr- because then if I pluck too much, then I have, like, the what I like to call the sperm eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, how do I fix this? And I feel like that's where maybe microblading or, like, uh-huh. this, like, more, I guess, technique with pencil would have become mm-hmm. really helpful. I always tell clients, too, if they're afraid of microblading, just come in for a wax. And we could just kind of reshape them that way. Yeah. Some people could even grow out brows that they've messed up yeah. over, like, a three-month period. And they, they'd be like, oh, they're perfect again, you know? Yeah. I've had clients that have gone through, I call it brow rehab, where they just, <laughs> you know, don't touch them. Don't even tweeze. Don't nothing. Just set your appointment every four weeks. Come and see me, and we'll fix them. And we'll fix them, mm-hmm. yeah. Do brows grow as fast as the eyelash hair, like you said? Yeah, okay. four to six weeks. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Your skin even sheds every four to six weeks. Wow. Yeah. Learning so much about uh-huh. how much everything grows. That you're I know, right? <laughs> um, I was just thinking, too, of another show I watch. I love how 
everything I'm bringing up is either from like Instagram or a reality TV show. Yeah. You guys, I know way more than that. Uh-huh. I just get all my information from <laughs> reality TV and Instagram. Um, but I think what this girl did is what it looks like is she shaved the tail end of her eyebrows. Yeah. If not, it actually looks like she might have even shaved them all off and then had them tattooed so they're extremely, extremely Hi. arched. Oh. Is that something that you see where people come in with like a totally shaved brow and they're like, you just need to like put brows on never my face? Have that, I've never had that happen to me, but I've had um, incidences where I would like if they wanted a higher arch, we could take off some of the tail and like add it. But um, that's very rare. I try to follow like the natural shape as most as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm assuming too. You're like your bone structure has a lot. To yeah, do with oh it, totally. Because mm-hmm. you have a brow bone. Yeah, and that was why I caught that girl on the TV because I was like. No one's eyebrows go that high, yeah. and then you kind of look closer, and you can almost see where her like, brow bone is. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you definitely Whoa. need to feel for that. I do every when I have a consultation, I always feel where their brow bone is because you don't want to put it anywhere higher or lower. Right. You want to kind of match that as well. So, yeah, so it has a lot to do with eyes, it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming if you do it too low, then you look like droopy, Mad. yeah, yeah <laughs> or something. <laughs> and then that arch probably helps you look. I don't know what the word is. I always tell people if they wanted like a brow. Like to look arched, just get like a brow lift. Yeah, <laughs> you know. We'll get Botox. Yeah, exactly. That's what we actually talked about last week. Some people want that, like boop, the high brow. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And you were advised against waxing. I've heard that too. It just completely like rips off your skin. Um, but then I've also heard people say, "No, you can wax." Like, what is your take on waxing? Oh, I love waxing. You do love waxing. Yeah, okay. I love waxing. I, I like. I feel like a lot of people are afraid that it kind of makes your skin look crepey or something. You mm-hmm. know, or. I don't know. I, I think that's a myth. I mean, waxing just, it makes a nice and clean shape, um, gets rid of all that unwanted hair, even peach fuzz, you know? So I, I love waxing. And it keeps the hair off for at least like three weeks, four weeks. Right. So well, depending on everybody, everybody's hair grows back yeah. pretty differently. Like mine doesn't grow back for a while. Um, but I like threading too. I guess there's a, di- yeah. there's like a difference there. There's so many different. Some I clients I can't do waxing on cause they're on Accutane or something. Mm. So they're like medications that'll strip their skin mm-hmm. or lift it in a way. So I always say, you know, just get threaded. Do you do threading? No, no? I wish. It's, I need a girl to do threading. Yeah. Right? It looks, I mean, I've gotten them threaded before. I just yeah. don't like waxing cause it actually really hurts. Like it's funny yeah. cause I've gotten my nose pierced. I've gotten uh-huh. in everything waxed. Like I have a really high pain tolerance for some reason waxing. Yeah. I'm like, it really bothers me. <laughs> and so I get them threaded, and every yeah. time I look at the... They have, like, videos that show it. I'm like, uh-huh. this that is hurts. insane. I've actually... I got threaded before, too, and that hurts. I can't... Oh, my God. I didn't think it hurt. I don't know why. Maybe... Every time I get done, I'm, like, crying. God. That's what my sister said. She was like, how did you do that? I was like, to me, I didn't feel anything. It was like, bloop. See? Bloop. Yeah. It's Everybody's... It's so crazy. So, yeah. I guess that's why it's harder for you to quantify pain tolerance to mm-hmm. someone, because, like someone might cry at threading yeah, yeah. and someone's like that was easy breezy yeah that's so funny um i guess my last question would be are there any other like insights or advice that we haven't covered that you want people to know about um definitely do your research that's one major thing um before anything and make sure this is like really what you want because it is permanent you mm-hmm. know it's it's a big deal but if you do you if you do it and you follow through with it and you follow everything exactly follow your aftercare that's the most important thing, and you'll have beautiful brows. Yes. Follow that advice, people. <laughs> Please follow your brows. aftercare. That's, like, the most important. Yes. Uh, that's for everything. Something. I feel like people always take that for granted, and they're like, whatever, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, and yeah. I've I learned had that, that way with the lashes. Honestly, I've had that happen, and that's it was bad. So, you know, you really need to just do what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And, Follow the rules yeah. is, the, is the main advice here. <laughs> so if anyone wants to book with you or find your photos on social media, yeah. what are some different ways that people can find you? So I have my Instagram page. It's Butte Nouveau. Um, I, I'm sure you could put it on your your. Yeah, I'll page. put it on my show notes. Because it's kind of weird spelling. <laughs> but um, in my Facebook page, I have Butte Nouveau. Um, I always have my number out there for people to call me, text me, whatever you want to make an appointment, and email. So um, I could send you all those forms and you can look over it. Yeah, and again, I'll put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to book with her, definitely check out her pictures. She does amazing work, and I'll probably be making an appointment very soon. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on. I of can't course. wait to um, not have feathered brows and have more yeah. like, beautiful brows. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll turn out beautiful. I can already see it. I can already <laughs> see it. <laughs> so excited. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.